0: CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, crypto traders around the world. Unplanned, unscheduled update triggered based on some reading I was doing while I was doing another binge on Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torna, the Golden Country. But I was reading about this. I wanted to talk about it because I think there's a lot of, i almost cussed, a lot of nonsense around what's being said, and I want to just put it out there. And there are some people who follow the podcast and they are supporters of this, and I want to hear their feedback as well to see what they may know. And see if we can get some resolution, find out what the heck's going on. The token in question is Floki. Now, Floki, I've been in and out of for months. It's it's had some problems. Um, anybody who may or may not remember, but Floki had had two rug pulls in its past. So the very first instance of it was a confirmed rug pull. They yanked the, the liquidity or whatever the heck happened. But I know it was a confirmed rug pull. Second time comes around we're going to do it right, we're going to get it all clean. Turns out to be another rug pull. three times a charm, and it seems like this team has all the best of intentions as far as making this a successful project now and no longer pulling the the rug out from the investors and It seems like it's a completely different team and they 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 want it to succeed and the the, the Floki Vikings, as they're called, the branding, the marketing, the strategy, communication, social media, everything they've worked to try to improve the general image of this thing from what it was before. And I would argue that they were largely successful in snapping at least the perception that it's still a rug pull. I believe the re- ownerships renounced now. So with respect to liquidity, as far as I know, this is true. If it's not true, I want the smoke, but as far as I'm told, this is true. And that there's much lower risk of any sort of a rug pull situation. Floki is traded on certain exchanges today. However, as I've been in and out of it and I haven't followed it purposely because I saw that it was struggling to find its root, right? There's a, it's a crowded industry. There's a lot of meme coins and it's hard to stand out in a crowd. And so I was watching them just to kind of see when they were going to get to their groove. And maybe that's the next coin is Stella Floki. But regardless, seems like they kind of hit the groove. But then I watched it and I noticed one thing was missing, which didn't seem to make sense, which was I was pretty darn sure that Floki had reflections. Turns out it no longer has reflections. I didn't know why that would be the case. And I didn't know if there was some logic to it. So I did some digging. And it turns out, and some people didn't know this because unfortunately the Floki team only pronounced this on Telegram and Twitter, which is issue number one. They they have not done a good enough job, in my opinion, of keeping their website up to date with all these different things as a record of what has happened and what they're doing now and why. So I keep hammering on these different cryptos that your website is your source of record. You need to keep it up to date. It should have the trail of what got us to this point. And when you make these kinds of decisions, first of all, I think you should not, you should have it on the site first prominent and you should not hide from it or duck the smoke. And you certainly should not leave it in Twitter and Telegram. Telegram, again, the United States, we don't use Telegram to a heavy degree. The only reason people use the crap is for crypto purposes and we don't like it. Twitter is more widely used worldwide, but Twitter only represents a small portion of the population. Your website is your go-to. Your website is your final source of the truth, and it should have the history and the background of what got you to the point. I will firmly maintain that stance. I don't care who says otherwise. Now, I didn't see this on the website, so I'm kind of curious. I see, then I stumble across a tweet, and the tweet basically says, in summary, that they had some conversations, I don't know, <laughs> whatever, but they said they had some conversations with some attorneys, crypto lawyers, as they said, and they were talking about getting on central exchanges. It was like I said, Floki had been on some exchanges already. I believe it was on BitMart. I'm pretty sure it was on Hotbit. I don't know which other ones, but I know it was on at least one, if not two. So they already had gotten past the hurdle of exchanges. But the tweet implies that they consulted with these crypto attorneys who told them a couple of things. First of all, they told these uh, allegedly, these attorneys told them that reflections might make the crypto be perceived as a security. Stop and pump the brakes right there. Because one of two things must be true. And for anybody in the so-called Floki Vikings is listening to this, I will straight up say it and I want you to think about the common sense of what just, what was just presented in their tweet. This is from their official Twitter. Real Floki in you on Twitter. So I'm not making up a fake account. You can go find it yourself. The date of this specific deal for the attorney business. This is October 27th of 2021. And I want you to think, I'm going to give you a scenario and I want you to think about the logic of what they say. So they're saying that allegedly these attorneys find that having reflections could make the thing be perceived as a security. I'm going to hit you with some facts. B and B has reflections. XLM, stellar, or excuse me, um, excuse me, burn. Uh, BNB has burn. XLM has burn. Okay, so just those two have burn mechanics to them. Satama has a reflection mechanic and a burn mechanic to it. Uh, Tenshi, I'm pretty sure, still has a reflection mechanic. All the different capitals, uh, multiverse capital, scary capital, all have reflections to them. Uh, Any printer has reflections to it. I could go on and on. Tons of coin, coins have, or tokens, have reflection capabilities, that's number one. Number two, the concept of staking creates essentially a reflection mechanic in the sense it's just not a contracted thing, you just have to stake your tokens, but if it's a soft stake, it's basically the same thing, you just have to claim, how is that any different? So now you now your list gets even bigger. BNB would offer staking reflections. Tron offers staking reflections. Polygon Matic offers staking reflections. Ethereum offers staking reflections. USDC offers staking reflections. USDT offers staking reflections. Shiro Inu, Shinja, uh, Satama, even, uh, Shib in some places. This is a normal, natural thing. So I'd like you to help me understand why it makes any sense that somehow Floki is singled out as problematic for having any kind of reflection. When you got numerous tokens that do reflections and burns and they're somehow exempt in their own exchanges, SHIB's on every exchange possible and you can stake it and you can get rewards from it. If you're on Bank, you can get your dividends, they're called dividends in certain cases and static rewards in another case, for certain tokens that have reflection mechanics, they're perfectly fine. What's different about them versus Floki? I'll tell you, nothing. So in my opinion, this answer they're giving is bull. It's it's nonsense. There's no logic to it because the definition of security means that ultimately you are holding a stake that is backed against something. It has nothing to do with whether you get reflections and you could make a case that if there were dividends given in terms of direct fiat, then you might call it a security. As I've said multiple times, crypto has no value until you transact it. So if I reflect you something, it's only worth basically nothing unless you sold out. Well, the problem is in order to get reflections, you have to hold it. You can't sell to get reflections. Thus, there's no value because there's no transaction. And I don't, I don't agree myself that their argument holds water. This is my personal opinion. I think it's crap, frankly. So that's number one. Two, people on Reddit brought to surface that apparently the burn mechanics had stopped all the burning, the routine burning. Now this contradicts what that same thread had said, because it was talking about continuing to do burns. So this is a strategic goal in condition in conjunction with getting the tax down to increase adoption and, and, you know, improve the price so people can buy and sell because they do recognize that volume is the key for price movement. That's true. However, in that same thread, they were talking about, hey, we're required we're required to cut down the taxes. We're required to move the reflections to be legally compliant and it'll make more listings possible. Again, I, the reflections has nothing to do with being on an exchange, a centralized exchange, nothing at all. There are tons of cryptos on multiple exchanges that have reflections to them. If the goal is to just be like SHIB, and just get on every single exchange possible, that's fine, but you're never going to, you're never going to be at a pinnacle of success because unfortunately, SHIB had already, remember SHIB already had essentially trashed half its inventory going into the thing. You, and which gets to my point about burns. In the same thread, they were talking about doing recurrent burns. However, people on Reddit indicated that they saw no more burns happening past a certain point. And then somebody else said that On Telegram, they gave a generic message that said there will be no more burns because of this whole legal compliance thing. So now you're saying that there will be no scarcity of inventory because you're not going to do any burns and you're not going to do any reflections because of these, I believe, phony attorneys telling you that you can't do it. And according to your own tweet, reducing the tax is legal compliance, although there is no such law. So boil all this down, people, and one of two things must be true about these decisions. And they are doing the flokey Dow, and that's fine. The problem is, and here's my issue with that you're building the flokey Dow after the fact. So rather than get the Dow in place and then let the investors d- decide, do we want to get rid of these things or not? And then let the investors make that vote. You implement all these things that essentially stymie any potential for growth, price movement in the positive. Then you release the Dow and say, all right, now we'll take your votes. Do, do, do. It's already too late for the most critical of votes because while the tax is too high, and this was kind of admitted across the board, especially on the Ethereum side, there would have been different ways in order to still be able to play, pay those reflections forward. And we know this to be the case because other such coins don't have anywhere near that high of a tax and they're able to make 2% reflections happen. So what's different about Floki? Again, I suspect, This is my opinion. I'm not in that room. I suspect some people unilaterally got freaked out and they realized they're sitting on something they can't do anything with now. And that rather than do another contract migration, they're basically kind of dusting their hands of it saying, okay, well, there's nothing more we can do with this. And either they're going to do another migration, which I doubt, but maybe they do, or they're going to spin up a second token. And then they'll create an ecosystem because I smell a rat. I smelled that they're trying to copy what SHIB was doing with the SHIB ecosystem, which means that they would spin up different tokens to do what they can't do on this one. We'll have this token over here. It's going to have great reflections. It's going to have burn mechanics because it's not on the C it's not on the centralized exchange. So we don't care on those, but Floki is going to be our central exchange one, just like with SHIB and leash. That's what we're going to do. do. do, do. That's my theory. I have no evidence. But I can't see any of the reason why these decisions would have been made. So I'm telling you straight up, there are so many tokens out there that have burn mechanics like crazy. I already mentioned some of them. There are already tokens out there have crazy taxes are, and they're heavily successful regardless of those taxes. There are tokens out there that have reflections and all of these are on central exchanges. This feels like an excuse. And I say that strongly. This feels like an excuse. I don't know why you would do that. Honestly, it makes no sense to me. Because think about it. Why would you want to take away the main incentive? And somebody on Twitter you've mentioned this. Why would you want to take away the one incentive of long-term hold, which is to what? Accumulate the reflections. You buy in under a certain tokenomic and you're accumulating reflections. On the Dior token, they mentioned that when they figured out the issue with reflections, one person had like one quintillion. They were just sitting and holding and holding and holding. Imagine if they just stopped arbitrarily, one-sided, didn't ask for your opinion about it and just stop it. And now you're not getting what you paid for. This might actually incentivize people to sell out of the token because they feel like they were cheated, like a bait and switch. I'm not accusing them of purposely bait and switching. I think they're short-sighted. I think it's a bad move. I don't think it's the right decision. And I wish that they had considered, let's get the Dow up first because the Dow is a great idea. Let's get the Dow up first. Let the investors decide, should we get rid of these things? If we get, if you want to drop the tax, we have to get rid of the reflections. Do you want that? And let the, let the people decide. Cause I guarantee you the vast majority of people would have said to keep the reflections. And I damn sure would have believed that people would have wanted to keep the burns. Cause that's the only way you're going to st- strongly move the price forward. I think they're banking on SHIB and SHIB is a, is an anomaly they trashed half the inventory up off scratch. So it's a different situation again. Had they never, cause Floki never did that. So if SHIB had never done that, now you're at equal. Well, if SHIB had never trashed that inventory, it had three more freaking zeros in front of it. They would not have gotten to that level of success. They would never have gotten to any of these changes if they hadn't done that. And this is the problem. So what I'm saying, just to be clear from my perspective, I believe this was a decision internal to them. That was highly short-sighted. I don't know why they thought it was a good idea. The moment that they did this decision, the price didn't tank, but it certainly went down. They lost a zero and it's struggling now at its, at its lower resistance from where it was. Do I think it'll recover? I don't know because if they're not going to do burns, because they're still sitting on about 9 trillion ish tokens, which isn't a lot, but, you would have to have a significant number of holders, way more than they have right now in order to get a dent in that thing. Remember, SHIB has over a million holders. I believe Floki is just shy of 400,000. So if they're just basically saying, you know, okay, in a few years, we'll have that million point, 1.2 million of SHIB or 1.4 million, I think it is now, or we'll have that 1.2 million of Baby Doge. And because we'll have so many holders, it'll still get there. I think that's petty because you can't bank on how long it's going to get there because you just took away the, the core things that would appeal to people who might consider buying into your project, especially in a crowded market space. When you got something like ETH fan token, basically giving money away at this point, you got MVC capital that's high reflections and they're working perfectly fine. you got any printer that's reflections and they're working perfectly fine. And they have a lower cost of entry. And they don't have the nonsense of the background and the baggage that was Floki with all the rug pulls hindering the reputation. All I'm saying to you is this here. I understand they felt like they needed to do a thing. I just think what they're calling about these crypto lawyers, I think is crap. That's my opinion. And I stick to it I don't care. You want to sm- I want smoke. If you want to say something about it, I don't care, but I think that's crap. I think it's an excuse. I think they decided that they would lock it down because they want to copy what SHIB's doing because that's basically what you have now. You have another SHIB with a lower inventory and they're probably banking on that in their head and they made up some story, some nonsense story about crypto lures. I suspect if I'm right, they're going to spin up another token off parallel that's, oh, this one has reflections and this one has burn and it's not going to be on sex, CEX, not SEX. It's going to be off to the side. You can invest in that one if you want that one. Deep, deep, deep just like SHIB and build up this thing. And at some point we're going to see the Floki swap doing the thing, just like with the staking and just like SHIB, it screams like a follow me, me too of SHIB. That's what it feels like to me, just watching from the sidelines of this thing. And it shake, it, it boggles my mind because I mean, geez, I say that, you know, Satama is a great project. That's just being mismanaged with a bad team. I see SHIB is a great project. That's mismanaged with a bad team. That doesn't know what the heck they're doing and then you got Floki over here, and they're making bad decisions just like everybody else. And I can't wrap my head around it. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, there are so many other coins showing up that are getting very creative about catching people's attention and keeping them in that I think these lesser ones that are the the mainstays and they have a very loud, very passionate, very loyal audience they're going to struggle to grow beyond what they are in the short term. So it's, it's, it almost feels like a conspiracy in a way. It's like Shib, right? Shib refuses to do any greater burn, which would speed things up. They just refuse to do it. They, they adamantly refuse to do it. Satama refuses to acknowledge when they almost cussed, almost, when they screw up these things and what they are doing to screw it up and what they plan to do to fix it. And they keep releasing crap after crap, and then if Floki does something like this that basically is going to force like a three-year forecast, it it almost feels like a conspiracy that we want we don't want anybody to make any quick cash. We don't want anything to be successful fast. We want everything to be slow, slow burn, long-term. And now you're getting all these other crowings coming up. And they're doing very unique, creative things to catch people's attention and get people's money. And I'm afeard, as the word says, for them to basically take all this mass amounts of money and put it over these other new projects and tokens like a Floki that really should be at a penny by now if they had done things right are never going to be able to get there or if they do, it's like three to five years after the fact when everybody's already moved on to everything else or regulation negates you being able to use any of this. It's it's stunning. It's staggering how many cryptos are just doing the same thing, the same damaging stuff to their own business. Even Earnhub, right, even Earnhub, as as broken as it is, as faulty as it is, as buggy as it is, they have burns, they have reflections, they've got a very cr- creative, unique mechanic to them. Their problem is that so many others have done it better. So if I were to look at the model of what I'm describing, Earnhub is like the poster child for that, you know, you're just falling behind. Yeah, it's a great idea at the time but so many others are doing it so much better. And I don't know what it's going to take for a certain of these cryptos to just stop being stuck in the mud with how they're doing their tokenomics. And it, feel, it makes you feel bad because I'm not criticizing the long-term potential of the thing. I think, yeah, sure. Maybe someday you'll get over a million with organic growth, but why would, why, why would you take away the main sell points of your token? Your token no longer has sell points to it. You can say nFT do 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 games do 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 at, the, at I said it I said it to other tokens your seventy year olds don't give a crap about your NFTs or your games and they're the ones with the money and they're the ones in larger supply and they're the ones that you really should be attracting and the way that you do that is by way of ROI and increased value over time and the reflections help in this regard. So if you take away the reflections, you've now taken away one of the main appeals. Number two, with the burns, that lends itself to an increase in value because of scarcity of supply. You take that away, what are these older folks left with? Nothing. You might say you don't care because you're a bunch of millennials yourself, and that's cool, but that's my point. You're taking away a whole subset of the population over a bad decision because I'm going to tell you straight up, and I don't care who has a problem with me making the statement because it's my podcast and I can say what I choose here because I've not to this date said an outright swear word. If you notice at the end of the day, your whole deal about crypto lawyers is crap. I don't believe it. Nobody else should believe it because there are so many tokens that totally contradict that feedback that have been working perfectly fine. Again, many of these exchanges are very nervous and sensitive to the idea of any legal risk. So if it were true what you're saying, we wouldn't see them on these exchanges as we do, right? So it doesn't make any sense. Now, if you're if there's something you know, okay, well Coinbase gave the rule, call them out, give a name of which exchange you're saying has that rule. We will go and look at the inventory and we will confirm that that's true. I'll tell you though, there are tokens on Coinbase right now that have burn mechanics. So I don't think it's them, they don't have very many that have reflections that I can tell, but they have tons that have burn mechanics. So I don't I don't buy the crypto lawyer argument. I suspect somebody told you this is what we'd like to see and you're about, oh yes, of course, Mr. Change, whatever you want, call them out. Out them, what's the name? So that we can analyze their inventory and if we see another coin that contradicts that statement, we'll come back at you because we expect you want the smoke and we'll tell you what the truth is. It's already too late, you already broke the thing. But hopefully, some common sense can reign supreme and you can get back to square one and get some level set so that the token can succeed short term, not just long term. That's all I got for you on the Floki. Again, there are people who listen to the podcast who fully support Floki. This is not a statement of non support or support. I'm saying that these decisions seem short sighted to me and I'm not buying the source of the decisions. If you outright says, you know what? We think the reflections are, we think they're stupid. So we're getting rid of them. I'd respect you more. It's not about doing the reflections or not. I just want to make sure we understand what's the source of that because I don't believe there's any lawyer that told you that because there's tons that still do it perfectly fine. Let's get the real source of the information. And in a perfect world, you would have put this to the vote of the investors and let the investors tell you whether they do or don't want it. I'm sure that the taxes were a pain for a lot of people. But I'd be willing to bet that if you were to put it correctly, don't do it like our government system, if you were to word it correctly and say, okay, if we get rid of the reflections, we can drop your taxes or we keep the taxes, we keep the reflections. Choose. And those are your two options. I guarantee you, most people would say, you know what? If the taxes drive the reflections, let's keep the reflections. You're going to have a subset that says get rid of the taxes because guess what? They want to basically pump and dump your business. That's what they want to do. They want to turn you into a laundromat right down the street to drop quarters in, as opposed to something where your investors, your holders, or hodlers, as another person says, are able to benefit from the reflections from those people. Is it a punitive system? Sure. Just don't do it on buys. Do it on sells. Now you're discouraging selling off behavior, but you're still encouraging buy behavior. There would have been better ways to solve that problem. I would love to hear why any of those options was not the right answer, with more details than the fluffy message I saw on social media. Out of anybody on the Floki team, I want that smoke. That'll do it for today's Crypto Talk Radio episode. I want to thank you for listening today. We know you've got choices. CryptoTalkradio.net, if you would, we would appreciate. At the very top, we have a contact form. Fill that out. Let us know what your thoughts are. If we're doing great or something you don't like, we always love to hear from our listeners. If you don't mind spreading the word, we would also appreciate that. If you think other people would benefit from the type of coverage that we do, we work hard to try to be different than every other type of podcaster or YouTuber that's out there. So hopefully we're on track with that. Finally, our YouTube channel, of course, is at Basic Cryptonomics, if you wanna find us on there. Those are dedicated, specific, exclusive types of episodes, so you'll hear things there that you won't hear on the podcast and vice versa. Check us out there for more quick and dirty coverages. Until next time, take care.